Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. And welcome into the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network coming to you today from the Debbie Johnson of Kessinger Real Estate Studios. Give Debbie a call today. She can be your real estate agent today, 662-689-0090, or call the office at 662-234-5555. Also brought to you today by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Bet Online, where the game starts. Use that promo code BLEAV50. That way you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. It was Ole Miss big in the second half over Vanderbilt. They're still undefeated. Go to 6-0 in the season, 2-0 in the SEC, ranked number nine in the country. Stayed there as they finished out Vanderbilt 52-28. Had a huge second half, 21 points in the third quarter. Should have been 28. Jackson Dart threw an interception. And then 14 points in the fourth quarter, holding the Commodores to only eight points as the Rebels would trail 20-17 to going into the first half. Honestly, we'll get into it in just a moment. But that that drive in the uh, to end the second quarter, drive of the game. And we'll talk about it. We'll hear the calls from our good friends at Learfield Audio. Thanks to Dan Kortz, uh, studio host for Learfield, giving us all the calls from David Kellum, Harry Harrison, and John Darnell and Brett Norsworthy on site from Nashville. And First Bank Stadium, Dudley Field, and uh, had a great time down in Nashville or up in Nashville. It's always a fun place. I got to see a lot of cool people, people that I uh, stay in touch with, uh, whether it be following Tennessee, Vanderbilt, or, or all across the SEC. It's it's so great to reconnect with folks, and, and I'm just so excited that we can now go on site. And nothing is better than uh, reconnecting in person. Uh, speaking of in person, what about that Ole Miss crowd? I, I, I had a couple of pictures and a couple of videos I put on social media Ole Miss fans, boy, you stood out and stood out well. I'm telling you, it was a huge Ole Miss crowd across the way on the east side. And there were some Ole Miss fans uh, mixed in on the west side as well. Probably the biggest crowd up until this point for Vanderbilt, at least for, for the number of Vanderbilt fans, because, you know, you've, you've got homecoming in town. You've got uh, opportunity to come back to uh, back to campus. And there were, there were a lot of Vanderbilt fans there. And I, had a, I talked to a couple of Vanderbilt people in the press box, and they all said that it was a – they expected a nice Vanderbilt crowd. And give Vanderbilt credit, Clark Lee credit. They played hard, and they played really well early on. Hung with Ole Miss for a while, but at some point, athleticism is going to uh, shake itself out, and that's what happened. 
And so you look at what Ole Miss did in the second half, and, and really the last drive of the, of the first half just kind of kind of gave you a little bit of a, okay, this is what we're probably going to see for the rest of the way, and it was. And we'll get into the numbers in the second half of the show, but I thought what Ole Miss did, uh, what Lane Kiffin did that last drive was, was huge. And uh, the defense, look, I mean, Ole Miss kind of slipped off the first half. Well, you know, I, I don't think anyone's denying that. I mean, but but I don't think you can also take anything away from from. I'm gonna be honest with Jay AJ Swan. He's got a very bright future. I think he's a huge huge get for Vanderbilt. I think they're getting better. Uh, they're they're playing much better. I understand they had a rough week the week before against against Alabama, but but leading up to then. I mean, they've won three games, and I think they're going to win a conference game. I do. I, I think they can – I don't know that sneak up's the right word, but I think Vanderbilt's going to be to South Carolina maybe, a Missouri. I don't know that they might not catch a, a Florida team napping. So it's an opportunity, and I, I was very impressed with, with Clark Lee. We'll take a look at the, uh, the highlights, the radio calls from our good friends at Learfield Audio and break down some of the leaders and the stats – and, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Jonathan Mingo, co-offensive player of the week. For good measure, Will Rogers had a monster game for Mississippi State in their big win over Arkansas. The Brandon Bulldog natives, Brandon, Mississippi, former Bulldogs, sharing the honor of offensive player of the week for the SEC. How cool is that? Let's get into the numbers as we come to you from the Debbie Johnson studio, also brought to you by Ben Online. I don't know if you saw the news, but we can't release everything yet. Big changes coming to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. We'll release it whenever uh, we're given the okay to release it, but there, uh, there's going to be some massive changes here, and, and that comes with growth. And and we're, we're, we're growing because of you, the listenership, and we're so thankful for you. We're thankful for our sponsors for helping us grow. And uh, big, big days ahead. And hopefully over the next – I'm really hoping the next couple of days we can announce it. So uh, just be on the lookout at the uh, – at Believe in Ole Miss Twitter handle, and of course, we're at uh, Brad Logan, C-O-T-E. That's where we'll host all of our shows uh, with Mississippi Morning Quarterback, our, our video series, which is the pre-game and post-game video that we like to host on the site, and uh, just continue to really grow, so we've got some big news coming, and uh, you, you are to thank for that. You guys have been great about listening, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, even getting some listeners across the pond. <laughs> So uh, it, it's, uh, it's doing quite well. And, you know, it helps to have a winner in football. I don't think anybody's denying that. It almost absolutely is a winner right now. We'll get into the, the remainder of the schedule. Uh, the leaders from this past Saturday with Jonathan Mingo having a record day at receiver and then taking a look at all the scoring calls. Most importantly, kind of turning the page to Auburn coming up on Saturday. 11 o'clock kickoff. It's a powder blue Saturday in Oxford. We'll have the recap of the Vanderbilt game and looking ahead and more here on the Believe in This podcast right after this. (laughs) 
Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting from the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Alderson Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or, quite frankly, anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property, or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, KessingerRealEstate.com, and Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Go to the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. back into the show it was a big day of course for Jonathan Mingo nine catches 247 yards two touchdown and had the long of 72 yards average 27.4 yards a catch a huge day for Jonathan Mingo at wide receiver once we noted a little bit ago SEC co-player of the week along with Will Rogers of Mississippi State now everyone we've been asking who was going to be the next receiver that stepped up we knew Malik Heath Jonathan Mingo 
it's definitely Jordan Watkins. I said it last week. Without question, he's absolutely uh, the next man up. And uh, credit Jordan Watkins. It's taken a few games for him to get acclimated and to take that additional step. Seven catches for 117 yards and had the one touchdown, averaging 16.7 yards a carry. So, huge game for Jordan Watkins. Uh, Kind of some bad news, although it has not been confirmed by Lane Kiffin of the University. Chuck Roundsville, the Ole Miss Spirit, did point out that Michael Trigg will be out for the year with a broken collarbone. Had the one catch against Vanderbilt over the shoulder. It was a great catch, really good throw for 28 yards. So Michael Trigg is out. Now the question is, um, there's a freshman Heath that, that needs to step up. Of course, Jonathan Hess, uh, his services, can't use him. He, he's hurt. And uh, Casey Kelly, boy, Casey's blocked pretty well, but just has, has not caught the football very well at all. So Casey Kelly... Uh, much more of a blocking tight end than a uh, than a catching tight end for sure. Uh, Zach Evans had a couple of catches out of the backfield, so did Quinshawn Jenkins. Rushing the football, it wasn't a huge day, but Zach Evans did flash a few times uh, on Saturday. Had uh, 80 yards, had the one touchdown, uh, carried the ball 11 times, and uh, Quinshawn Jenkins, they really bottled him up, only 46 yards, had 11 carries, but did have two touchdowns near the goal line. So it was uh, not a huge day rushing the football, but Jackson Dart, I know you can't take away the two interceptions, and they were not good decisions. Uh, One was uh, right before the end of the first half when Ole Miss really should have scored 28 points in the first half. He did throw the interception. Had three touchdowns on the day. Huge day throwing the football. He sits all alone with 448 yards, uh, average 14 yards, a a completion. He was 25 of 32. Sits all alone in seventh place ahead of Shea Patterson in yards – in one single game, of course, with 448 yards. So it was a big, big game for uh, quarterback Jackson Dart. And uh, we'll get the highlights just one moment. Did, did want to call out a couple of things. Big game for Ray Davis for Vanderbilt. And most of those yards came in the first half. Had 100 yards on the ground, 105. And uh, only averaged 3.9 yards a carry. But did have a big game. And I, I was pretty, uh, pretty impressed with Ray Davis rushing the football. And then uh, McGowan, the wide receiver, also was uh, had a couple of uh, kickoff returns. Seven catches for 100 yards. And then Will Shepard, the talented wide receiver for Vanderbilt, nine catches for 87 yards. And those were all pretty much coming from A.J. Swan, the quarterback. Uh, led the Commodores with 28 completions uh, out of 38 attempts and 281 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, again, most of that coming in second in the first half and, of course, in mop-up duty. But the Commodores, you know, showed a pulse. And I think that's that's something positive Vanderbilt fans can take going forward. 3-3 three and three overall, 0-2 oh in the conference. And I do think, like we said earlier, there's an opportunity and a path to get an SEC win. I do think there's an opportunity against Missouri, maybe against Florida, maybe against Carolina. And, uh, you know, Clark Lee trying to build a program. It's not easy. It's absolutely not easy uh, at Vanderbilt. Let's take a look at the scoring as the Rebels uh, had a really good drive in the first quarter with 11-17 to go, kick a field goal by the uh, by way of Jonathan Cruz. A 35-yard field goal is good. And uh, the Rebels uh, really should have scored a touchdown. But credit to Vanderbilt defense for stopping Ole Miss on that first drive. Vanderbilt would take uh, the next drive. Jo- Joseph Bolivas, a 23-yard field goal as the Ole Miss defense would hold the Commodores out of the end zone. Was nip and tuck there in the first quarter. Three to three would uh, be the end of the scoring there. The drive uh, summary: eleven plays, fifty-six yards, 
And uh, time of possession, by the way, <laughs> I looked and it was like 42 to 17 or some obscene number. Ole Miss is just, I mean, they're scoring quick. They're scoring really, really quick. It was Vanderbilt that uh, got back on the scoring column in the second quarter with 13.35 to go. Uh, Jade McGowan, we talked about him a moment ago. A really good throw and catch. 36-yard touchdown pass from A.J. Swan. Seven plays, 68-yard drive. Three minutes, 34 seconds, and the Commodores took a 10-3 lead over Ole Miss. Uh, it would be a Justin uh, Joseph Bolivus 34-yard field goal as the Rebels once again held Vanderbilt. I mean, that, <laughs> that Ole Miss offense was completely lifeless. Uh, up until the last drive of the second quarter. And the defense was playing just you know just good enough to keep the Commodores out of the end zone, at least for the most part, by uh, holding them the field goals. 10-26 to go. Jordan Watkins would catch a bomb from Jackson Dart to kind of open some things up a little bit. Jonathan Cruz kick was good. Uh, three plays, 65 yards, 56 seconds. Cut the lead to 13-10. to But credit the Commodores, here comes Ray Davis. They drive the length of the field in 8 minutes, 54 seconds in the second quarter. Only 1.32 to go. Ray Davis, a five-yard touchdown run. That Joseph Bolivus kick is good again. And Vanderbilt has stretched the lead out to 10, 20 to 10. And this, to me, was the drive of the game. Uh, in one minute and three seconds, Quinshawn Judkins would score from two yards out, seven plays, 62 yards, and only a minute – and three seconds to go, and Ole Miss would score with 21 seconds to go in the uh, in the second quarter. In the drive of the game, in my opinion, 20 to 17, Ole Miss would cut the lead going into the half. On the right hand hash, KD Hill is going to come in the backfield as a fullback here, big guy. There's a snap, handoff left side, diving into the end zone, touchdown, Ole Miss, and that will be Quinn. And the Rebels would trail only three points heading into the half, uh, 20 to 17. But you really felt like there is you felt the crowd uh, kind of get back into the game. You felt that momentum kind of shift toward Ole Miss. And in the third quarter, nine with 9.57 to go in the third quarter, Zach Evans would score from 24 yards out. That cruise kick would be good. A seven-play, 83-yard drive with only a minute 41 off the clock, and Ole Miss would take the lead and would not relinquish it. Twenty-four to twenty was a score. By the way, need to go back and replay a, a highlight because you'll remember what a play by Tennyson. Very uh, astute play because Swan throws behind the line of scrimmage and uh, would end up being a fumble and would be a huge pivotal play in the second half. Just one of the many plays in the second half. That would be a path to victory for Ole Miss, and uh, the Rebels would pile it on with only 8.29 to go in the third quarter. Quinshawn Judkins, a six-yard touchdown run, a Jonathan Cruz kick, one play, six yards, and, uh, yeah, only four seconds off the clock. Three receivers right. Mingo goes in motion to the far side. Hand off to Q. Right up the middle. He steps in the end zone. 
Touchdown! He met a linebacker, actually a safety, right in the hole and plowed right over him into the end zone, and the Rebels extend the lead. Another seminal moment in uh, when you felt Ole Miss was going to pull away. Because when Juckins hit the hole, he just blasted the uh, the Vanderbilt linebacker in the stadium. The air just completely came out of the, the stadium. With 6.30 to go in the third quarter, Ole Miss defense playing so well uh, down the stretch. Remember, Vandy didn't score, uh, hadn't scored until the second quarter. And Ole Miss scores again. A Jonathan Mingo 70-yard one, uh, 71-yard pass from Jackson Dart. And uh, Jonathan Cruz's kick was good. Ole Miss extended the lead 38-20. to 20. One play, 71 yards, 10 seconds. It was the Jonathan Mingo show for sure. And Ole Miss extended that lead 38-20. to 20. Dort takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Judkins. Has time. Mingo over the middle. Wide open. Caught the 40. He's gone. See ya. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Ole Miss. David had two receivers out left. Mingo was in the slot. Not sure if there was supposed to be safety help, but the guy that was on him got beat really quick. And guess who in the fourth quarter? 6.49 to go. Jonathan Mingo, 72-yard pass from Jackson Dart. Jonathan Cruz's kick was good. One play, 72 yards, 14 seconds, and a 45-20 to 20 lead over the Vanderbilt Commodores. We have one back in the backfield. That's Judkins. He fakes the toss to Judkins and swings it underneath to Mingo. Makes the catch of the 30, 35, 40. Mingo down the sidelines. Can he get all the way? 40, 30. 25-21, And what an afternoon indeed. With 4.03 to go in the fourth quarter, Will Shepard would catch a touchdown pass to finally get uh, Vanderbilt on the board in the second half from A.J. Swan. Uh, the two-point conversion is good, so Vandy cut that lead to 45-28. to But Matt Jones, I don't know if you've heard about Matt Jones, but uh, he's a player that uh, you may not hear very much about. Running back for Ole Miss, playing a lot of scout team. Had a chance to get on the scoreboard with 18 seconds to go. That cruise kick was good. And that final score, 52-28. to 28. With 25 seconds left, 45-28 to score. Hand off is to Jones, and he plows into the end zone. Touchdown to the Rebels. Made your job to stop us. And the, the young guys are getting a chance to play. They want to maximize their opportunity. And off the four-man front to begin the third quarter, John, made a big difference. Obviously gave us a problem. Sure did. All right. Four-yard gain. That's going to be the game. No more snaps. Ole Miss has one over Vanderbilt as the clock goes to all zeros. 52-28. Our final score. Stay tuned for our – And Ole Miss would go to 6-0 and on the year. And, of course, that's 2-0 and in the SEC. They'll have Auburn coming up at 11 o'clock on Saturday. That kick is on ESPN once again, straight out of college game day. And I expect a huge crowd. Ole Miss responded by uh, by having a huge crowd. The weather's going to be identical. Not a cloud in the sky, no chance of rain, and uh, low 80s. And I think you'll probably see high 70s uh, by the time this thing kicks off. And it won't get into the 80s until easily into the fourth quarter. So it's going to be a beautiful day on campus at Ole Miss. And I expect to see a huge, huge crowd. By the way, powder blue is your color. For Ole Miss fans, powder blue. So grateful for our sponsors here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. Thankful to Debbie Johnson of Kessinger Real Estate. Call her cell phone, 662-689-0090. She's our real estate agent here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. She can be yours today. Also thankful for our friends at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Bet Online, where the game starts, use that promo code BLEAV50. That's B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very 
first deposit. Later on the week, we're excited to have Nabias uh, Wilburn. Nabias does a great job covering the Auburn Tigers for AL.com, and we'll get a complete breakdown of what we expect. Also, touch on the schedule going forward for the Tigers and the future for the program. You know, they've already dismissed their athletic director, Alan Green. What's going to happen with Brian Harson as his head coach? A lot of unanswered questions. By the way, this series by Auburn, dominated by Auburn over Ole Miss. Absolute dominating. So something's got to give. Spreads anywhere from 14.5 to 16. It's going to be a fascinating game in Oxford on Saturday. We'll talk with uh, Nabias coming up in a couple of days. We'll have it for you right here. Keep it uh, locked in to the Believe It Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network.
been listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.